Welcome to a family affair. Can you hear me? I need to. Hi. Hi. I apologize for that abrupt ending to the music, but I'm not at my usual base at the moment. I'm out of house. How's everyone doing today? We're doing fine. Fine. Cold. Very well. Very well. Say that. How's it? Has it been windy over there in the UK? Extremely yes, extremely, extremely yes. cold, icy, lifted off the bins, all sorts to tear off people's wigs. <laughs> I have actually observed many YouTube videos which have obviously been shared on Facebook, which have given me a very nice week of laughter. <laughs> 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 and so no one lost their roof yet of their houses or anything but just no, no, that's, no, the most not right. that's the most important thing anyway shall we get to topics let's get to topics yeah whoever has that baby in the background please turn it down turn down the baby or pull her on mute and then we can proceed with the podcast okay um who wants to start does anyone got any topics well my favorite one is why work if you are living at the same level as someone unemployed, it never ceases to amaze me to see how many people are boasting that they're working and they're this and then that, and then they're living in poverty. They're wow. going to food banks <laughs> in the church looking for food and they've just been paid. Mm. It leads me to ask the question, is it really worth working if you're only going to get a minimum wage or a wage that's not sufficient to cover all your housing costs, mm-hmm. your food costs, every cost that you need to live a decent life? Well, um, put... you're going to yes, say, I, yes, I'd like to come in on there, Medea, because um, I've obviously worked for the same company for the last 20 years and it's always it's nice to be able to obviously be employed and yes I do agree that many people are living below standards but is that really because they're worse off because they're working or is it just that they're actually living above their means because the more money you actually get is the more you think you can spend and you have to hand out. And before you know it, you've got into uncontrollable debt by mm. all the credit you're allowed to have because you are actually employed. Because they don't, give, they don't usually give credit out to unemployed people. If it has been done, regulate, regulations come in and make sure that's stopped because obviously yeah. that's unfair financial mm. services. Yeah. But I would... And I think most financial services do recommend that if you are working, if you can afford it, that you have at least three months' wages saved, which many people are unable to do in the current climate as inflation is obviously outstripping Mm. with the growth of wages. And that's why we find ourselves probably not as well off as if you were on benefits. But Mm. I think if you, again, weigh up the pros and cons, I... Don't necessarily think you are better off on benefits. 
Oh, you just no, have you, to. you just no, have. Do you? I think you are, no, actually. No, no, I think you are. I think you have a better quality of life. And what, what I mean by quality of life, I don't mean, oh, you've got bigger TVs and posher cars. You have more free time to actually live life and have a life. It's true. Get yeah. light, do what you want. You can do what you want to do. Oh, sorry, I've got to your, jump in there. Right there, within your means... Within your means, but obviously you can't do everything you wanted. But again, if you've got a job, you've only got four weeks off a, a year to go and do those things that you're you slave whether you do or not. Posh slave. Well, well, this is the thing because that comment right there shows what why what most rich people, people with money, think of people are benefits. It, it doesn't go like that. People still end up broke, but they want to show off that they can do this and that. They got the money after they've done it. That's, really a lack of patience. That's a lack of patience too. When you're when you're working normally and you're making just an average wage, all you want to do is quickly buy the next best car or the next best house or the next best clothes. That's what you want to do. But because you don't make that much money, most people don't make enough money to even buy food, you know what I mean? Or do like their hobbies or whatever, to have a gym membership yeah. and do like the luxury stuff. So that's the issue. I think low wages. Mm. It's true. It's the low wages. That's why I was saying, is it worth working if you're only going to get low wage? Mm. I mean, I'm not saying that you mustn't work. I'm just saying, why work for a pittance? Why not study and try and get something better so you can work for a better proof. job that's going to give you better pay? There's no proof. Pick up a measly job mm. that's going to leave you on the same level as someone on benefits. There's no proof that you're making more money if you study. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's also true. It's really true. I've actually been in a position where. They said, go and study, do this, do that, get your, all your qualifications, got my qualifications, applied for the job, and they said, listen, you're overqualified. I've never heard classic. of that. Classic. That's a classic, That's a classic, yeah, classic line. They want you to be 21 with 20 years experience. And, you know, yeah, that's how they want it to be. You've got to be young, but with most experience ever, had highly qualified, or not too qualified, but just qualified enough. Yeah, but they don't want to spend out. Trying to be smart, that's all I can hear. Yeah. Well, I think actually, I think it. I think it depends. I think there's there's two different types of people when it comes to work. There's people who want to work and people who don't want to work. Mm. I agree. Now, I agree. now yeah. the people who yeah. don't want to work can live on benefits, and that's sufficient. Mm-hmm. It works out. Like mm. me, I personally, I like to work. I like to go to work. I like to be at the house. You know, I had just a free nice, holiday, yeah. and I was and I was bored as hell, and I needed to get back to work as quickly as possible. So oh, I think, I you know, this whole idea that people wouldn't work if they had more money or was paid more is a lie because there's a lot of people who just want to go to work because it gives them something to do. There's people who get bored. The yeah. comes at home. Definitely. It yeah. gives you some sorts of structure sometimes. Yeah. Because yeah. like, like um, as Stelio said, when you're not at work and you're used to being in work, it is, it's good for the first couple of weeks. And then when you start thinking to yourself, actually, what am I doing? Yeah. I'm just watching daytime TV. There's nothing actually on. No. Hey, don't if I had no job, it's okay. It's not the same as when you've actually got no job, because obviously when I'm on annual leave, I know I'm getting paid, so I know there's money coming to me, and I'm sitting here chilling. But so do the people in the That's a good point. I'm still sitting here watching daytime TV, and I'm not getting no money. <laughs> but the, actually, the benefits, actually, to be honest, if you look at what you have left over once you've paid all your bills, or what the people have le- left over when they go on benefits. They're actually better off to people on benefits. No, you can't. You can't say that because that's no, trying to can't. put everybody well, in the depends. same circle. Yeah, it is well, a lot. That some people just have got happen to have beer kids. You don't get paid for the third one. I've got five kids. You don't get paid for the third kid. 
No, yeah, no, no, school. Obviously, it's been on the news as well. They've gone to school and they've been begging the teachers to um, charge their phone. <laughs> the teachers are giving their kids um, extra food before they're coming because the kids are starving. They've had no electric, so that'll be wrong to okay. say everybody because a lot of people are really struggling just because of the chance to have another child and the system changed at that time. Yeah, I didn't but know um, you didn't get paid for the third kid because you wouldn't know because obviously working. It's not your fault. Not even that, but like, <laughs> no, <laughs> Germany is different. Benefits, I agree. You shouldn't be allowed to just keep having kids and you can't really afford to bring them up. Brother, let me get this thing straight. If you're, if you're unemployed, unemployed and you have and more kids, than three kids, they don't you pay can't you. get paid for the third kids. No. But what if you're just, working? Do you, get, you still get the tax credits and stuff, though? The child's like, tax credits? No, I don't think so. Because no, but obviously, this is, if you're working, no, you can afford it. Issue, no, but this is the issue, though. People are going on. like Circumstances don't change. Do you know how many people have been in a predicament and that's all good? All of a sudden, I've got no job. All of a sudden, I'm getting no money for the third child. You know what I'm saying to you? People, they forget that people have circumstances. The minute yes, you're not you've never worked. Well, people things. have worked. Not everybody's yeah, in those well. circumstances. Not so everybody's got any kids. A lot of people are choosing no. to have less kids now, and they're having one or two kids only. So they oh, won't cool. be in that bucket, and they'll get money for the both of the kids. Which the people who system, think that it? they need to have a third kid, which if you once you've had a boy and a girl, why do you need to have a third one? Because you know what your kids look like. Why you, if you haven't got if you haven't got a financial assistance to make sure you can give these kids the quality of life, why are you having another kid in this kind of wicked world? But this is what I said It's all throwing shade on me. No but, no, but this is the thing that people keep going about. Oh, they shouldn't this and the other. And you're forgetting circumstance. You can meet somebody and all of a sudden it goes to shit. Excuse my language. Do you know what I'm saying to you? Gunga peas, I think you misunderstood. No, I don't think obviously if a man if a man has two kids with one woman, then he meets somebody else and has a kid with another woman, they'll all get mm. money. It's when there are three kids are in the same parents or to the same mum. So Which obviously, is, as the mother, you're gonna have to take a bit more responsibility because you've got to be like that. If you're gonna yeah. have a third child, then the dad's not gonna be there. How are you going to look after it? There's no use to having be honest, it. I agree with um, Travis Johnny. So to be honest, in this day and age, you don't really need to be having more than one and two kids. In this really day and age, in this social climate, you shouldn't really be having one or two. Well, that's what they want to believe. Exactly true. You're getting moulded. You shouldn't agree with that. But look, doesn't make sense. The, pro the problem is... not working on low income. It's too hard. The system's <laughs> running off no feelings. You know well, it's running off no feelings. You can really tell some because of money. I, I'm not going to have another child. But you should have you love someone. Look. Oh, because of the system, I'm not going to have a child with this man because of what the system says. But well, yeah. the, the thing is, Gunga Peas, <laughs> yeah. you've yeah. got to be real, re realistic in this world. Whether we want it or not, this is a very cruel world and unfair uh, world yeah. we're living in. Uh, and yeah. unfortunately... Yeah. They, they, they haven't left room for giving children yeah. a good quality of life if you're poor. Yeah, they haven't left room for that. So I why agree. would you really and truly, when you sit and think, bring yeah. children into a situation where you, you know they're going to be miserable? Yeah. They're going to be miserable. If you're rich and you're forever rich, that's, even that's unfair. Forever because rich. Because <laughs> those children. They've got yeah. nothing doing that. So it's, yeah. it's unfair, really. You should really sit and think. Yeah. Is it worth bringing the child into this situation just because I like the look of having a baby? You've got to really think in this current climate. Agreed. Agreed, definitely. Because an extra person now is just causing more stress on 
obviously. Yes. It does have relationship as well. Yeah. Climate change, it all affects it does. It's all a knock on effect. I'm not going to believe that you shouldn't have more than a certain amount of kids, but and the NHS really as well. Have I have, I have a, I have a point. I have a point. Excuse me. I was going to say, so, but just to finish off, like, yeah, okay. Um, it's, it's, it's everybody's individual choice yet again. If they decide, as long as you can maintain that child, I've got no issues with how many kids people have. It's just when you haven't got a, have, have any means of finance to keep bringing up these kids, stop having them. Okay, let me explain something to you. Right now, we have a. Um, even though the, the the media make you believe that there's a overpopulation of the, the the planet, in reality, especially in the West, the population is we're having more depopulation, if anything. And have, by having yeah, one kid, Australia's population isn't the issue here. We we don't we're not talking about being overpopulated. We're talking about if you can afford to raise them, and have you got the emotional and mental stability to bring these children the best you can? That's what we we're talking about. I think, I think, yeah, I think if you um, if you've got no if you haven't got good foundations, maybe okay, maybe not. I would say that you should be married or have a husband and then like and then maybe he's got a good job and you got a good job and you got money and then have a kid I don't think that's that's not it because humans are complicated beings and we're simple but we're complicated and people want to just procreate that's all we want to do that's our basic that's our that's our either a gift or a curse or a basic basic you know yeah but all you're here for to reproduce that's all yeah that's it so what's happened is because society came in and capitalism and all this stuff and these ideas, mostly old white dudes who think they know better than everybody else, decided, okay, actually, no, we think there's too many people on earth or we should give this guy so much money or these guys no money. Is why we actually even have to think about um, not having more kids. As, well, you know, some people want five or six kids. Some people want this. Wanting isn't always a good thing, though, is it? Because if you haven't got no money and you want seven kids, yeah. and you know that you can't, you haven't got a job. Who's going to take care and financially bring up those seven kids? And, and, and something even more important that we mustn't forget is when you, the more children you have, the more you um, you have to learn how to divide your time equally among all those children. Sometimes it's impossible. Yeah. So that's what I meant when I said you need to be ready. So really, one and two kids is sufficient in reality. One for each. Definitely. Actually, no, I think three is actually the common, the most fashionable number at the moment. No, because then you get the middle child syndrome. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> for he's stabbing me. <laughs> um, pudding, do you have anything to add on this? At all? Um. Well, all I've got to say is that we're the only mammals on the earth that has to pay to be here, and it's unfair. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, but it's not going to change anytime now. And like I said, I think the basic summary of it is poor people shouldn't be having kids. Well, no, that's wrong. Poor people should even think about if they can provide for for their kids. No, they need to know. Yeah, provide for the third kid. We don't care if you have one and two. But when you start going above that, then you are taking liberties. Well, how about get out of being poor then have the child yeah, yeah. Mm, that's yeah. even better solution and, oh, and then even and don't forget the rich should also think 
am I ready to dedicate my time and, and heart and emotion to a child before having more than one and two kids as well? Because they don't, they're not as um, good parents just because they're rich. Oh, no, definitely There's one to think about as well, because they're busy putting the children onto nannies and that's not their parent. That's true. It's that's so true. hard to um, keep up looking after like two or three kids. And, exactly. Uh, and jugg juggling the job, you know, and all these extra stuff, it's actually really difficult. In the end, you don't even end up raising your kids. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. true. Actually, I think people who um, don't work, going back to the original question, are a better place to raise their own kids. And that's why I said they have a better quality of life. Yeah. If they've just got one and two kids, that is. No, we're there. <laughs> I was going to say, we come full circle now, so we actually agree that <laughs> being poor actually helps you raise kids. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. <laughs> that's plenty. <laughs> okay, on that note, let's move on to the next topic, because uh, I think we Come on then, Alfredo. Who's more better at manipulating, you or me? <laughs> <laughs> I only say this because... Uh, <laughs> like I would say, men manipulate women, but in the end, women are the benefic the benefactors of our manipulator manipulation. Yeah. So we manipulate you guys, but in the end, you guys are going to win anyway because you're going to get the, the the best of what a guy has to offer in most cases. So I think women are better manipulators. Or am I wrong? Am I mistaken? I think Gongo P should answer this one. Mm -hmm. Best manipulators are the um, narcissist people. What is, what is that? <laughs> Same poor things. You can't be a narcissist. They believe that the be all and end all. You never want a bit narcissist now, especially we're in a narcissistic uh, society, isn't it? I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's coming that way. Mm, definitely. That way. But um, I I'd... think because I think because this is how I see you've got women that use their bodies. And then men that use old women. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, that was a massive job. Wait, what? I weren't expecting that one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. Come on, let's 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 think about it. You got, okay. you got, you got right, right, an old right. white woman, you know, in a Jamaican yard. You saw her manipulate and make her think it's all Chris and everything like that. Tig and Corey, and then you got the woman showing her chest and legs. As, yeah, you know I mean, it's like yeah, it's like an equal thing. <laughs> what, what what bothers me is how unfair it is. Actually, things have become like like I was on TikTok the other day and I came across a video of a girl who was quite young. She had a big bum and she had not what people would consider nice assets, and she's just there moving a little bit. And I'm thinking, what 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 is this? So she's manipulating people with her body to get like more fame. So Whereas the guy doesn't. Instagram was, was right, it's whatever whatever you want to go on TikTok or Instagram whatever whichever one you want to go on that's what you have you have all these women you know showing their tits and their boobs and their sorry their boobs <laughs> and their butt and manipulating people to believing that they're something special when they're not just based on their looks uh, men don't have this advantage like I can't just go in there and show my balls and people are thinking oh he's got nice, <laughs> nice balls so I'm gonna um, I'm that yeah, I'll be arrested. Exactly. Oh if we, if men were to go on like women on social media, we'd be, would to be a ch overnight to be a change in the rules of the internet. I'm telling you. I agree. I agree. Maybe, maybe it should happen that way. But then again, it's probably on the way in. 
Well, yeah, probably is the, the things that, that they're allowing now we wouldn't be long before the men are allowed to do that as well and the women can get to enjoy it and pay a tenner to have five minutes viewing but the thing <laughs> is it is already happening or it's happening yeah. within the LGBT community I went on a social media and I was like oh this woman has a really nice figure and then when I zoomed out it was a man I was like <laughs> wow that's on on social media like that like what's going on I was like it's, it's figures better than mine what's going on I think everybody's using the social media platform for just freedom of speech that's where it's just going yeah and yeah. expressing themselves and freedom of expressing themselves as well yeah and in regards to the, to, um, the said subject um, I'd say women are better manipulators than men because men are when you look at their whole metabolic build-up, they are simple creatures. Yeah. They just want an easy life, just to chill, probably sex once a week, dinner once on the week. table. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. The most simplest. Do you know how many some minds have these days? That's what a simple life they want to deal with via text messages. No, no, you're going so <laughs> off topic. You misunderstand me. You misunderstand me. going off topic. I'm going off topic. men who are old and settled. I'm probably thinking of a much more mature age man. All right, obviously, if you're in your 30s, you still obviously prefer sex more than once a week. But as you get older, you just want the, the simple life. And women, they, I, I feel they like, they like drama. You know what I mean? And if they ain't got no drama going on, or they're not manipulating some way to get in their way, yeah, creating a drama, which yeah. again goes towards manipulation. True. It's always the woman leading the way, always, mm. if you really look at it, because it's rare a man will come in and start an argument with you unless he's going to cheat, he's cheating on you. Yeah. But a woman will always come and start an argument with you. Oh, you have or why did you say that? Or huh? this and that. Like, wait there. What the hell? You know what I mean? <laughs> so I would definitely say women win when it comes to that subject of manipulation, definitely. Yeah. I agree, man. Does everyone else I agree. agree? Yeah, I agree. Can't yeah. argue with that. <laughs> but but um, Kunkupis, I think you need to uh, the whole idea that men have multiple women or whatever. This is so after my. This is nothing to do with manipulation. A guy just wants to. Well, well you have to manipulate see. a woman to do it, don't you? Really, you have to say. Oh, yeah, but most oh, of the guys, okay, look, no. We're talking about something completely different. Like if a guy manipulates a girl to sleep with him. He, okay, he might not have, he might have lied to her to ta that told him that he doesn't have another girl to get this. There you go. This, this might be a form of manipulation, but this is not like the mind. It's really some minor manipulation because all he's trying to do is spread his seed. And, and actually, this is a necessary manipulation if you look at it in a way, simply because men have always had to try and mate with women to like expand the human race. And women are not exactly like, okay, let's, you know, they're not exactly putting it out. Like, oh, come on, let's just, I'll sleep with you, I'll sleep with you. So men have to think, okay, how can I sleep with this chick? So they have to manipulate her, speak to her nice, you know, wine and diner, et cetera, et cetera. So we can again, eventually try and further his DNA. That's what it is. <laughs> Definitely. In 2020, I find there's not many men that will lie about, oh, I'm seeing her too, or I want to be with her too, or oh, let's be in the throuple, or... Whatever, well, um, all honest or something. <laughs> what are you saying? That's what I believe, yeah. I don't think people are more honest. I think they're getting more ruthless. reversing. Somehow what I've, what I've heard is the roles are reversing, and women are turning into the men. Yeah, yeah that too, yeah. 
Mm, I've had enough, that's why. They're just took control. <laughs> Again, going back to every week, equality. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. We're taking back the control and doing... We're thinking to ourselves, well, if it's good enough for them, it's been good enough for them for over 200 years. Come on, let's have a piece of this. That's it. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's good, that's good. So we we agree that um, women are the the better manipulators then? Yeah, women win the race. I don't agree with that, though. Can you tell us why you don't agree? Do you see how many... like I said already, men always manipulate as well in their own way. Yeah, but you're the benefactor I mean, of women, our manipulation. Yeah, you are the benefactor. That means you get, you get, you get the prize in the end. You get a guy who wants to settle down with you and probably wants to have you for as long time. This is oh, a positive thing. Like, a woman's a prize. You get left with the kids if you could ever say to a man, I'm leaving you with the kids. Actually, like, actually, in this day, like, I think a lot of guys are, are willing yeah. to do that, especially because we're we the ones who get um we're the ones who get hit the hardest if we don't take the kids. So it yeah. makes sense that we take the kids actually, because women are not going to get half the problems that we get if we don't decide to take the kids. Agreed. Hear you, me, <laughs> anyway, let's change topics, man. Let's go to the next topic. <laughs> that that hex that hex and laugh. Oh, <laughs> it's a witch. <laughs> Don't get to death. <laughs> anyway, so what's the next topic? Um oh, oh. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I think it was a. Um, obviously, we had a bit of a misfortune last week, and one of us had to end going to hospital. What <laughs> <laughs> are you laughing? At so, Steve? so we, you know, led us to the next question: Why do we have to wait so long to see a doctor when we go there? And that's something that what? grinds my gears. Actually, bugs me that when you're going to. You know what? I've got to speak yeah. quickly on that one. Go I've on. Noticed, I've noticed that as if I'm not. Trust me, I'm not biased or racist in any way, but I've seen a lot of um, foreign people there, and from what I've watched on TV, because I can't, you know, I haven't got national insurance numbers, I have to go to the hospital instead of the um, doctors or whichever. So, you know, I think that might be because back in the day there weren't that many, but there's a lot and there's a howl out there. You know what I mean? So that's the, that's all I can add to that bit. Yeah, but Gunga Peas, where I would step in there and say it's not. Because there's a lot of foreigners going in there for some sort of treatment, why are there not sufficient doctors and nurses to deal with this this, this increase in number of people coming to the hospital? Why should you have to wait? Why have they, for instance, would have put sort of 10 doctors to tend to, say, um, 500 customers, sorry, patients that come in? Why would you make any? That's 50 patients. <laughs> think about it. Think about it. Yeah, if everybody comes with a heart attack, you can't treat uh, fifty heart attacks. Exactly, yeah. that's true. That's, that's true. true. That's what I'm saying. So why are there not more doctors and nurses that can you cope this increase? You know why we doctors they get qualified in England and then they leave and go and be a doctor somewhere else due to better mm-hmm. prospects, better pay, better yeah. treatment. No, yeah. better um, work-life balance, mm. things like that. 
And this is what the NHS is facing at the moment because they're, yeah. they're promising us that they're going to recruit, what is it, 50,000 new nurses? But yeah. these people who can become nurses can't afford to become nurses because the university fees are so high. So you're getting in 50 grand of debts just to become yeah. a nurse to only earn 24 grand. So people are saying, oh, no, I don't know about that. Plus, every nurse always says they're overworked. Mm. Yeah, I say that a lot. And I remember talking to them, they're not getting no food, especially on the maternity ward. They don't get no food. I said, you can't offer you something. No, we're not allowed. I said, that's really bad. So I can't even have a drink of water. Most of the Most of the nurses are agency staff. So they're not even proper, like, recruited by the hospitals themselves. So the hospitals are getting paying higher rates of pay to the agency staff than their normal nurses who actually could probably be doing the overtime, but they're so overworked, they can't do it. So everything, it's just push shove and not getting sorted. And I don't know where the government's going with this, but since they've been voted back in, I can't see no movement on the NHS getting any further funding or getting any better. Well, at the end of the day, you can tell the, the government that have come in and more, yeah, being as a conservative, they're going to be more for the private sector anyway. Mm. So I'll tell you one way where we can, we can decrease some of the, the waiting time and some of the, the, the patients that come in. All those who voted in these demons should pay for their treatments. They should all <laughs> to go private. And then they'll get seen quicker. Then the NHS will be able to see the poor people a lot quicker. There you go. Yeah. To be fair, Classic. I think you'll find I think you'll find it wasn't only the, the wealthy people that voted. Did you hear what I said? Then? It was a majority probably of the, the, the areas that are not... Travesty, excuse me. Excuse me, Travesty. I did say all those that voted in the Conservatives, I don't care if you're poor or if you're rich, you should all be forced to go private. And leave the NHS to those who didn't want them in there. What's going to happen is the NHS is going to go private. Just wait. Yeah. Oh, then you get your wish. Yeah. Then you get your wish. I'm hearing they're going <laughs> to turn into the USA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the they way really I'm trying to, to make it into the USA. I think yep. Trump even they wants really a bit of an NHS. I've heard. Yeah, they do. He wants yeah. it. You can guarantee if that's what's happening, the rich are getting in there to, and they're getting seen because they're rich on the NHS. That's why the poor people are, are being forced to wait such ter- horrendous times to, to get yeah. seen. Which yeah, no, it used to be six you hours, used to be three, it used to be two. Hours to be seen. Wow. And they're still you... dying on the floor. Well, I and you still don't get seen, by the way. The yeah. other day, at work, we delivered door-to-doors um, advertising spire treatment, which is private treatment via Bupa or you can yeah. pay on finance yeah. and they're even, they're even holding open days in March to yeah. obviously gynecologists and specialists and this and that but what you're not understanding is that they're the same people you will see on the NHS but you'll have to wait two years to see that person where if you go and pay a couple of grand you can get to that operation within a week Yeah, and I, I think, think personally if you can afford it go private every time yeah. If your health, there's no price on your health should be priceless so if you have got the means to be able to fix yourself without having to use up the resources of the NHS I think you should go private every time then travesty what I'd like mm-hmm. to ask you is um, that would be ideal if they would allow 
or everyone who, who to, to go private if they wanted to, but you did use the word finances. Now, yeah. if you want to go private and you're unemployed, you can't get the finances. Oh, no. Enjoy. So no, that's going back to the first subject. Yeah. If, if are you living a better life being unemployed or working, at least if you're working, you know you can most likely get interest-free finance or mm -hmm. credit to go and fix yourself. Yeah. Whereas yeah. as you're not working, you'll be sitting on the NHS practically until you drop dead or by, yeah. the, by the time it's too late anyway. So again, going back you. to the subject, go and pay for your care if you can afford and you've got well, the means. Travesty, don't you think it would have been a would have been a better scenario had they made um, treatment and surgery whatever free for all? Don't do you think that? Should have, no, 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 no. no. What I mean, free for all. You shouldn't have to pay to be At seen. The of access. Yeah, into, it was. No, no, no. I'm saying that. that in an ideal situation, everyone should be able to get the medical care they need at the time they need it. And it could be done if the government stopped putting all the money in their pockets and put it into, um, invest it into people who, who are intelligent enough to become doctors and nurses and give them as incentives to stay in England and help the NHS. That would be a better scenario. That's an easy solution in hindsight, but in the NHS is far too big of an establishment now to be able to yeah. just sort it out simply by just doing that. No, no. Because they're usually contracting out contracts to builders, paying 10 times the um, overprice for materials, for tools for the hospital. They're paying extortionate prices because they're going to privately owned companies. Everybody's got a hand in the NHS's pocket, taking it out, but not enough is going in. So I can't see... Um, the NHS is issues resolving anytime soon. It's not, no, it won't. It won't. It probably won't get worse. Definitely, it won't. It, it won't. Because it, it's, it's just getting from bad to worse. And yes, it has. Nobody's suggesting anything, and there's no one working towards making it better. So it is going to collapse. Definitely. There's no quick fix. No, definitely so not. We're here where we are. Pudding, what do you think? No, no, I, 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 can I quickly just say something? Or oh, Pudding, you want to say something? You have an opinion, Pudding? Oh, no, um, Travis said it all. Yeah. <laughs> she really did. Blew me away. Well, <laughs> what I want to say is that I think, um, I think Travis said something about uh, the British doctors leaving. Yes, uh, to go to once different they get countries. Qualified, qualified. America. Um, well, I think Sweden. The, the the offset of that is that you, like England gets a lot of the best doctors from Africa. Okay, most people might think, oh, the African doctor, or the like Middle East, Eastern Europe, and um, Africa and India have obviously some of the best doctors around, especially because what the equipment they use is like they use, they use a knife. <laughs> they use well, a knife for everything. The other day, um, Alistair, all that the world's leading country with the best medical. Um, Research is Germany, believe it or not. They've got the best medicine at the moment. Actually, they do say that. You know what I mean? Germany, well, and that's in Europe, it's not even England. Well, I recognize what they don't really have in England, or at least I don't think they have in England. When I was in Brazil, there was a, a whole university just to, <coughs> excuse me, just to um, um, educate nurses. So they were yeah. pushing out nurses, nurses by, the, by, the, the, by the thousands of nurses by the week, you know, and they're all yeah. getting um, educated. That might yeah, be something that England should do. Is I think sure. for sure. Do. 
They have done they do, the, do that school. Like, they do. Yeah, they have been. What, most many of it's done in um, obviously the hospital universities, but there has been a big recruitment drive. Every on social media platforms again, you see adverts for become a nurse, change your career direction, become a nurse. So <laughs> it obviously depends on how many people are going to uptake on that that choice. But pff, with the wages how they are and how again you're treated within the NHS. I don't think much people will be opting to become a nurse. I think, well, the thing is, it's not really, um, it's not where people think oh, I can make a career from. You work long hours and you pay, you're underpaid. I think that's yeah. why like, it's not attractive for people. No. But then you do still get a lot of people from, like I said, India and like Brazil, even Brazil. If, if it was easy for Brazilians to stay in England, you'd have a lot more um, nurses come from Brazil because they've, they've got loads of nurses walking around jobless. And I can imagine. And they all go try to go to America. Yeah. Um, so I think what's happening is your the um, what's imbalance. Well, not just that, but the uh, what do you call it when you go from one country to the another, next country. immigration. The immigration policy in England might be a little bit too uh, strict. Yeah, it is. And it's not yeah. allowing people to come in. It's not, yeah, it's too rigid. They're not allowing people. I mean, to look how many Jamaicans are sent home. <laughs> yeah, exactly with the wind rush thing. Yeah, I think that's another topic, mm-hmm. another subject on another day. Yeah. <laughs> I think mean, they're not allowing the people who are qualified to come in, and that's why you've got a shortage of, mm. of nurses and doctors. There's no way, I think, okay, for some reason it seems like, and I do understand it, you've got to have like the best, you've got to be the most smartest guy to be a doctor, obviously. You've got to study for a hell of a long time. Uh, but I'm thinking there's people who are walking around who could probably do this job who don't have the, like you said, going back to the first topic about poverty, yeah. there's many poor, very intelligent, poor people yeah, who don't have a chance to be a doctor. Because to become a doctor, it costs an extortionate pounds. It's extortionate amount of money. Yeah. That's like being a, if you want to be a pilot, you know, if you have 100 pilot, or something. Yeah, you, yeah, almost 150, 200 grand. I know, I know a couple of people who are already training. Um, um, James's son, he goes and does um, private um, airplane lessons, yeah. and I'm sure it's a, it's a, for about five hundred pound a time. It's very expensive, but he wants to become a pilot. He's that clever that he's doing it. But his family has got money because they're from a family of doctors, where his brother's yeah. a doctor, the kids are doctors, and I think his daughter also wants to become a doctor. So we'll have not only a pilot but a doctor as well. But well, he's got the means to be able to put them through university to become, and they can actually get their dreams. But like you said, when you're poor, you, you miss out on so many opportunities. They need to make it simpler. That they, they can, they're making sure they're getting everybody possible to become these great things like doctors, even the poor people. If they recognise that someone's really smart and they'll probably want to do it, they should push to get those people in the net. Yeah. You know what? Trying to catch everybody. You know what's happened? With the closing of grammar schools, and you remember in the old days, you could take an 11 plus, and that was done fairly, because you, you, people never used to do that extra, um, is it ACAS? What's that yeah. thing when you, um, you do the extra Kumon, Kumon training before? So that's mm-hmm. giving you a boost before the test. But yeah. In the old days, you went in there with just your pen and your paper yeah. and yourself. And if you was clever enough, you got in. So it showed natural talent. Now yeah, people yeah. are g- grooming their kids for grammar school. So they're getting in because you, you're ready because you've already been learning this. It's not like you've naturally picked it up and you're just naturally clever. You know what I mean? You can retain yeah. information, yes, 
but are you a natural genius? No. Like I said, I think, it's, I think the recruitment policy is flawed and I think they're missing out on a lot of talent, a lot of potential in the, in the lower classes of people. You know, yeah. there's, there's, there's people who are smart enough, smart enough, average scientists smoking weed every day because they've got nothing yeah. else to do, you know? Yeah. I think yeah. I'm failed Dr. V and I, I'm failed Dr. V. I can usually diagnose symptoms. I'm a failed fail, 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 fail pilot. I should be the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> okay um yeah i think we got to that topic i don't know does anyone want to throw in any last minute topics or stuff or do you want to call it time it's 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 about done we need to keep the good one for next week <laughs> definitely okay, well, um, sure yeah <laughs> all right then there's one last one last quick subject i'd like to cover obviously i think it was brought up in the the topic of the chat the chats um in regards to the woman on the Helicopter who went the plane, he tried to open it. Well, yeah, oh, I yeah, actually yeah, yeah. listened to the news report yesterday. She's obviously been charged and she's been sentenced two years. to two years in prison. But I don't understand how the airlines can shirk responsibility when they're allowing passengers to not only drink from said time in the morning, yet swallow medication as well, and then come into a plane and expect them not to act out. Come on now. It happens on the weekend when people are in town. Why wouldn't it happen at the airport if you're drinking and drinking before you even get on the flight and you're there three hours before? But Think they usually it. don't allow you to go on the plane if you've, you've been if drinking. Drunk, yeah, or You'll be surprised. What You'll be surprised. Because yeah. sometimes they hold us all back and then all of a sudden you're thinking, bloody hell, how are we all going to board in 20 minutes yeah. when we should be flying in 20 minutes and we've got like a few hundred people to get on? And they're just rushing through. They don't even look at you. He's rushing through to get on the plane. And, and you all sit down and then you take off. So I don't think they're paying enough attention. So obviously when they're boarding. But, I, but obviously she would have gone through security, probably sober. And then once you're in the departure lounge, that's when you, if you go into one of those um, airport ones lounges, like I done last time I went away, you've got a limited drink. Oh, so well. a limited bar. For free, you always pay about twenty-five pounds before you go, and you get let into this um, sort of VIP area, and it's got um, beer on tap. You can have prosecco, gin and tonic. You can go in, so it's like a buffet service before you flight. So many people are uptaking this choice, and it's it's turning out ugly. And you're up in two years in prison. I don't understand why they gave it two years anyway, because I don't see terrorism. Oh, she shouted. She shouted. As she, I'm gonna kill kill you all. Yeah. Oh, As she tried okay. to open the door, and everybody, and obviously, that's a class of terrorism because you're trying to kill a whole heap of people. <laughs> so, so you know, nice. I don't know who wants to try and open a plane door and a, a moving plane in the air. Yeah, you want to move you can't open a plane door though. Who knows? Has anybody ever tried? Well, true. I really <laughs> can. I mean. I think You'd it's be possible. like, what are you doing? Why are you trying to open that door? We don't know what capabilities an aeroplane has until you've actually tried it. <laughs> so, But it opens slow, doesn't it? The electrical? Press the button. Well, not when that wind, no. not when that wind's going so. past. Oh, no, I, mean, oh, yeah. I don't think okay. it's that simple. I think, I don't even, I think it's, it's the emergency exit, any? I think it oh, will yeah. open nevertheless. There's probably a, an emergency override. No. So, who knows? But yeah, that's what I really wanted to I wanted the voice because I wanted to know 
should she be treated as a terrorist? Yeah, sure. Because she's trying to kill a, a mass amount of people all at once. Yeah. You know she what I mean? She should, be, she should have got more years, actually, in my opinion. Or is she killed a whole heap of people? You think about that? Listen, listen if, she was, if she had any other colour and was from any Middle been... Eastern country, who would have been disappeared Mental to Guantanamo by Yeah. Day, and that would have been the last of it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Terrorist, so terrorist, two years terrorist. is just a slap on the face. She'll do 12 months and she'll be out. Yeah. So what oh. did she actually get the two years for? For being disorderly, drunk and disorderly? Oh, yeah. Or for Probably air was raid. the plane? I think he was just disruption of the plane or something like that. It was ne- I never heard terrorism mentioned at once. Okay. Even though, as far as I'm concerned, so she should have got more time then to yeah. not be responsible while flying as well. Because you not only yeah. that, you ruined oh. my flight. She's got a lot of time. I think I'm Imagine if I was like really scared of flying, and that would really like you know that would be traumatizing no. to someone who was scared of heights mm. and flying and stuff. Agree, well, she's got she's got she's got a lifetime ban now, so. She won't be oh, flying wow. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> time time. Oh, nice for the cruise yeah. ships. Could be on your boats instead. <laughs> swim, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Goodbye. Well, All let's right. just hope that it acts as a deterrent to other people who might think of doing the same. Definitely. Yeah, okay, guys. That's fun. Anyway, let's leave it there for this week. Uh, anyone got any messages? We'll go around the table. We'll start with Pudding this week because she didn't really say much. Pudding? I was listening. It was uh, pretty eventful. Um, keep the peace. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with others. Yeah, that's all I've got really to say. Okay. Um, Midaya, you got something to say? Just be good to one another. Okay. Travesty? Work hard, play hard, live hard. Okay. And Gunga, please give us your laugh, please. <laughs> Shouldn't you give us the laugh after you say something? <laughs> That's <was> my advice. <laughs> Have a good night, folks. Keep listening to the podcast, and if you've got one friend that you think will like it, pass it on to them. Okay. See you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> bye. 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 bye.